How is it going, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to season three of the Good Men Exist podcast. If you are not following me on all social media platforms, be sure to do so. It is the same on all of them at Jarrell GME. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. And those are the only two that matters because I'm not on nothing else. But be sure to interact with me. Leave a comment. DM me. Like a quote. Like a picture. And if you have any suggestions for the show, be sure to hit me up on the Gmail at goodmenexistpodcast at gmail.com. Now that those plugs are out the way, enjoy today's show. Don't you know we're too grown up to be doing this shit right now? Don't you know we came too far to be using our trust right now? It's been 18 months, you should know we're up right now. Even do way too much to be fucking up right now, right now. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Good Men Exist podcast. Today's episode is going to be mostly a quick one, I think, and a simple one. And the topic for this episode is relationships shouldn't be difficult. And this comes from an interesting perspective of mine. So a lot of times I see or hear people requesting assistance for their relationships. Now, it's one thing to go to a certified counselor, maybe a therapist or a pastor if you feel that is something that could be beneficial to your relationship. But aside from that, it's the context of what they are requesting information on or help with that somewhat baffles me. Now, it's one thing if you really want to work on your relationship because you're married. Completely understandable, like you took vows, you know, that is a union before, you know, you or you and God, whatever your religion is, or if you don't have one, it's still your eternal promise to one another. So yes, definitely seek all the help that you can to ensure that that relationship remains healthy. For the rest of you single folk, and by single, I don't mean as in you're with someone, what are you talking about? I mean, when you go to different places, maybe the doctor's office, maybe your taxes, and they give you options, single, married, divorced, widowed, whether you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, whether you are engaged or not, you're checking single. So that's who I'm talking to. All you people who can't select marry. That means the rest of you, this episode is for you. And the confusion that I have with y'all is some of the questions that you're asking just doesn't make any sense. And I say that from the same perspective of the topic of this show. Relationships shouldn't be difficult. That means if you're having an excess of problems within your relationship, it's probably for a reason. You all have heard me talk about the three C's. These are my three C's that are at a minimum part of the foundation to help sustain any relationship. And this is by no means all encompassing. But if you've never heard the three C's in my previous episodes, they are in order. Communication got to be a one. Compatibility got to be a one. Connection has got to be a one. If you are unable to communicate in your relationship, you may as well jump off the ship immediately. And the reason for this is not just to relay how you feel. This also includes creating a safe space for each other to be able to talk about the things that aren't so easy to discuss. And a lot of times we lack that trust within relationships to be able to create that safe place. 
in your relationship, you should have the trust that, hey, if I tell you this, if I discuss this with you, we are both mature enough and we can have an open dialogue because this is bothering me. This isn't super comfortable to talk about, but for us to move past it, I need you to hear me. That has to be available in your relationship because the moment you realize that you are unable to talk to your significant other about the things that bother you, the things that you feel like you're missing, then you're already digging your hole of failure for that situation so create that safe space work on that open line of communication and also understand that it's not simply what you say it's how you say it it also includes your non-verbal cues and that is really what encompasses communication like i said if that's literally the first thing that you have to do with someone you can look at each other all day and give hard eyes and all that extra shit but until someone says something what are you gonna do Unless you use sign language, you're going to have to talk and also understand that people communicate better in different ways. Some people are get it off their chest now kind of people. Some people are I need to calm down and talk about it later kind of people. Some people are I'm better if I write it down. So understand how your partner communicates, understand how you communicate and make sure that that remains the number one staple in your relationship. And my next C is compatibility outside of communication. This is the single biggest issue as to why you're having issues. And you already know what time it is. Page 207 in your Merriam's compatible. It has plenty of definitions, but I want to focus on one. And this is the main one. This is the only one that really matters to me. And that is compatible, capable of existing together in harmony. Everyone say harmony that means yes we are human so we're gonna have good days we're gonna have bad days we're gonna have neutral days but even in those days yes we may not want to talk we may not want to spend a ton of time we may want to be on our own and that's perfectly fine but let's talk about the things that should make you compatible how about morals how about ethics how about parenting how about finances how about goals ambition religion if that's what's important how many children get this how you communicate also goes into how compatible you are all those things and more allow you to exist in a space where the number of days where you're okay with the person you're with to you're amazing with the person you're with far outnumber the amount of days you're like i'm gonna kill this motherfucker and it is when you don't have those things that creates the friction so when people go and ask these people and say we're always we're not on the same page about this and we always argue about that and we can't seem to figure this out and typically these aren't small things right they're not like oh i keep telling him to instead of putting the dishes in the sink the dishwasher's right there just put them in the dishwasher oh i keep telling her that sunday's for football but she always wants me to cut the grass on sunday and it's like, those are things that can be compromised. I just put the forks in the dishwasher, cut the grass on Saturday. That has nothing to do with compatibility. Those are small. But when you get in a relationship and you always feel like you're the one who's pulling the weight when it comes to trying to communicate, when you always feel as though you're the one who's pulling the weight when it comes to the finances or this other person's lazy and you're ambitious and it just doesn't, that means that you're not compatible. So when people begin to question, like, I don't understand, but I love him. I love her. But we just, I don't know. It's just this one thing. And you really struggle with that one thing, understanding that quite simply, you're not compatible and it's okay to not be compatible because what that does is 
it gives you more insight on how much that means to you. Obviously, if it was something small enough for you to compromise on, then you would have done it. But if it's been months of you all talking about the same things, arguing about the same things, at some point it has to click and you'd be like, you know what? I don't think this is going to work because the sooner you come to that conclusion, the more time and headache you will save yourself. So when you're asking yourself, does she love me? Does he love me? That's communication. You should like you should 100 percent be able to go to them and be like, it feels like you don't. And here's why. And then they should be able to say, no, I do because or you're right. I don't. And here's when it changed. And if you get past that and you're like, this just isn't working for me and it's been this way for months, years, whatever the case is, you have to realize that, hey, you know what? We're not compatible. You're a great person, but maybe at this point it's better for both of us to not hold each other back. And it's that level of maturity and understanding that should make breakups 15 times easier. Because here's what happens for a lot of us when we realize that, well, this is it. We care about the person, right? And in caring about them, we don't want to hurt their feelings. But spoiler alert, by us not cutting it off then, we're just leading them on. And by leading them on, we're allowing them to root deeper into that false relationship. So if we think about the damage that is being done by holding on as the bigger issue, then that should make actually cutting it off when it needs to easier to do. It is something that I've had to learn on both sides. I hate when I get let on and I have to realize when I leave people on. And by being aware that it helps ease what I have to do. I'm not saying it becomes easy, but it definitely I have to say to myself, it's like, you know what? Me holding on to this does neither one of us any good. So it's in both of our best interests to sever it now. So then that way, on the off chance that you come across someone fairly quickly, you are now available to be happy with them because I care about you still. And by being caring about you, I care about your happiness, even if it's not with me. Cliche, but it's not when you actually mean it. And lastly, that leads me to connection. Some people may say, oh, compatibility and connection are the same, are they not? They're similar. However, they're not synonyms. So the difference is back to Miriam. There's two definitions that I want to focus on. The first one being a relation of personal intimacy. And the second one, a person connected with another, especially by marriage, kinship or common interest. Again, common interest can help your relationship, but they are not what will sustain it. Your compatibility is what can make your relationship sustainable, not your connection. Connection definitely is up there, but it weighs less than compatibility. So your common interest well, we both like to go hiking or we both like sports. We both grew up without a father. Like these are things that you have in common. And because you can speak to them, they create this connection that allows you to feel connected. And this obviously is crucial, definitely in the beginning stages of any relationship, because you're in that feeling out stage. You're in that getting to know one another phase. And this is what makes you feel like you're becoming one. And then when your compatibility begins to mesh with your connection and then you allow that communication to become stronger, more rooted in your relationship, then that sets you on a path of success. And like I said, obviously, those aren't the only three things. But in my opinion, without those three, like where do you go? Where do you start? It makes it more difficult. So when you begin to see some of the breakdown in your relationship and you want to make it work, really take the time to determine root cause. Is it just you're busy, he's busy, you're just not connecting because you don't set aside the time as you now you have kids and you're always doing something. So you don't have that time just for you two. Or is it deeper than that? 
have your interests change, aka your connection. You're not connecting the same way you were before. Has your stance on some of the major things in life changed to where you feel you are no longer compatible? Or do you not know the answer of any of those because your communication has been lacking? You see how all three are connected and how one without the other breaks down the entire trio. So start with why. Why is this happening? And then if you can figure that out, that would lead you to what is missing and then allow you the opportunity to repair it. So when it's blatantly communication, compatibility or connection that is missing, specifically communication and compatibility, either you make up in your mind to give it one last go or you cut it off and let it go. You know what's best for you, but this is just my perspective. Whatever makes you happy is all that matters. With that being said, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, feel free to share it with someone, your family, your mom, your dad, your friend, your cousin. Share it on your IG, your Twitter, your Facebook. I would greatly appreciate it. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast so you'll get those notifications first thing on Tuesdays and those notifications if I feel like dropping something in the middle of the week, which I do occasionally. So you definitely want to make sure you're good to go for those. And finally, I hope each and every one of you is doing well. And as always, be great, people. Don't you know we're too grown up to be doing this shit right now? Don't you know we came too far to be losing our trust right now? It's been 18 months, you should know it's up right now. We've been through way too much to be fucking up.